Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up with you? Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker. In for Dan and the Dan S. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, kind of a good, all right, we're getting close to in the water football season sort of weekend. We had over the last four days, we've had every team in the National Football League put on helmets, put on shoulder pads. Haven't seen every player, right? A uh, lot to get to though. And, and so while we saw some of the ones, we didn't see all the ones, we did see the rookie quarterbacks and, and that's where we'll, be, we'll begin. Uh, Rob, we'll have Warren Sharp who will, who will join us, uh, part of Sharp Football. We'll get his thoughts on these rookie quarterbacks. But, like, look, this is a – it's like a yearly thing. We get super, super hype over watching these guys play against very limited in terms of schematics defenses. Um, was there a guy – and there's plenty of young quarterbacks from, you know, from a Mac Jones to a Trevor Lawrence and to a Trey Lance to a Justin Fields. Was there one – that jumped out at you. Uh, let, let me, let's start here real quick. Okay. And we're talking about a young quarterback, Jordan Love, who got hurt, nothing serious, but right, he's going to miss some work uh, probably this week, Doug. Um, is, is If he were ready, if they really believed like he was ready, and I guess he had kind of what, one, one really good drive and five or six not that great drives, right? Just so-so. Mm-hmm. If he was 
ready or they felt like he was going to be that guy, do you think Aaron Rodgers would still be there? Yes. Okay. I'm just I'm, I'm asking. Well, no, I mean, like, look, listen, the, when, when he was taken, it was at the, you know, it was at basically the perfect time. Right? He's a developmental quarterback. Remember, he only started two years in, in college at Utah State. His first year was very good. Second year, they had a coaching change. They weren't very good, and he wasn't very good either. It was more about talent, potential, upside. And if people remember back, uh, the days leading up to the draft, he was a guy that people were like, you know, this guy could go in the top 10. Maybe he'll go higher than we think. And so I don't know if he fell, but he was going to go late first. And that's why the Green Bay Packers moved up and took him. And the plan was like, hey, he's he's two or three years away from being ready. That would be on track with when they can get out of the Aaron Rodgers deal. And if we go back, it's Aaron Rodgers coming off of a bit of a disappointing season two years ago. But Aaron Rodgers balled out last year and was the MVP of the league. They're not getting rid. You're not getting rid of the MVP of the league. No, I, I, no, I, I get it. I'm just curious as to you know where he was. Did you get to watch most of of him, Jordan Love? No, no. I, I'm not, like all of my information on Jordan Love just comes from talking NFL guys. Like nobody watched him at Utah State. Right. I, like I love the Aggies. I like the Mountain West, and I've I've covered it for years. But I can't say I sat down and goes like, "Ooh, Jordan Love." Let me let me break down this this prospect. No, I I can't, I can't say that I did. So who impressed you the most? Uh, I think Fields. I think Fields. Like, look, I I think if you watch Jordan Love. Do you think Fields should be the starter from day one? You already know what Andy Dalton is. He's not going to get you there. Should you just, you know, buck, uh, go with the trend of of today's NFL, which is put the guy in. Just just play the guy. He's only going to learn how to play by playing. Where years ago, maybe guys came along a little slower it doesn't seem to be like that's the model. So why not, if you think he's that guy, just play him and make Andy Dalton the backup? Um, I, I think you can't. I think there just has to be a level where you, you think he's like, he's competent enough. He has enough knowledge where you're not going to over, you know, you can, you can set a guy back, right? I mean, we just got, we just got done talking uh, to Matt Hayes of, of, you know, from Jacksonville. Okay. And, I mean, Jacksonville went through this entire same scenario, I don't know, it was six, seven years ago. You draft a guy, you don't have high expectation to play the first year, he plays good in the preseason, and then you end up you know, sticking him in there. Did you stick him in there too early? And then all of a sudden now he develops bad habits, right? Or, he, or a guy loses his confidence, right? Like a, or a, a Sam Darnold, you have to play him, but you're playing him behind an offensive line with skill possession players that aren't good enough, and so you don't get a chance to... To, to understand all the things you're seeing. I thought Justin Fields saying that the game was a little bit slower than he thought. Now he did couch it with like, hey, look, the defense I play against is a lot faster than the defense we played against. Um, I, I would have told you if, you, if you, if I went back, if you went back three, six months ago, even the Bears guys were like, let's just, we're planning on sitting him, planning on letting Dalton play, but... The guy's got freaks. There's a reason he was the number one recruit. There's a reason. And I knew, I know that you're throwing to open guys at Ohio State. And he wasn't as good when guys were covered this year at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But he does seem to have a little bit of that it factor. The Bears, uh, the Bears, the, the problem with the Bears is they've, they've actually been pretty good. Like the, the example is, do you know that the record of the last three years is the exact same as Indianapolis Colts, and they've had similar success in the playoffs to Indianapolis Colts? Yet people have this assumption that the Colts are so much better off than the Bears are. 
right? And and I, I would have said that myself. Just right. you know, without looking at the the data or the games, you know what I mean. I, yes. I definitely would have felt that. Okay, so so like the the problem with Trubisky was like everybody lacked confidence. Like, oh boy, here comes the offense again. Um, and, and I kind of think you have that with Dalton, like he can do all the stuff and he's fine and he's won, he's been in the playoffs and whatever, but this guy gives you a jolt. And if you can use that jolt to trigger that defense, which is the real strength of this team, like, I, I actually think there's something there. I, I, I'm, it's not crazy to think they could be the second best team in that division if they get more than competent quarterback play. And occasionally he can make a play just upon his, his raw talent. And they can they can scheme up around him. So in this particular instance, I'm leaning more towards Justin Fields, considering how well he's played and how everybody said like he's taken a gigantic leap now that they're they're in live action. Okay. Well, so uh, so that that would be in that particular case, that's where I would lean. And 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 that makes sense because when you have a defense, it doesn't you don't have to put up 40 points to win a game, right? Correct. I mean, and that 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 it's not like what. Uh, Lawrence might have to do or, or Zach Wilson or somebody else, it will be definitely a, a difference. So, so I understand that. And the other part is, I don't know, at, at some point we saw it with, uh, uh, what's his name it was with the Dolphins? I just forgot the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, we, we kind of know who he is and you wonder about wasting snaps on a guy like that. And you just say to yourself, do you really want to waste snaps on Andy Dalton when you know who he is as well? And, and the upside is on fields is, is way bigger. And how long is that defense going? I'm not saying it's over next, you know, this season, but how long are you going to wait on it? You know what I mean? If you have a quarterback who you believe in, why not just put him in, let him learn and, and go and go from there. You know, if when people look back at Russell Wilson, now remember when Russell Wilson came out, he was 24 years old, right? He had played four years. He had tra- he transferred and played right away at Wisconsin, but he was he was older. He was 24, much older than Justin Fields. But when Russell Wilson, his first year with the Seattle Seahawks, they win 11 games. He threw for less than 200 yards, I think nine times. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That team was not about the quarterback, right? No, and 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 again, and please don't think I'm telling you that he that. Justin Fields is Russell Wilson. I'm not. I'm not saying that Russell Wilson is Tom Brady. But to those of us who lived in the start of the Tom Brady era, when they went to the Super Bowl, it was not about Tom Brady. Not even close to being about Thank Tom Brady. Thank you. Hello. Is this microphone on? Hello. Thank you, Doug. Because most people believe it was about Tom Brady. And it wasn't about Tom Brady. It was about the defense and Adam Vinatieri, the best kicker in NFL history. And that's how they used to win games. No, no, his, 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 first, his first Super Bowl, he absolutely just managed He managed the game. He had one huge drive in the Super Bowl. How many touchdowns ma- did he throw in the entire playoffs his first, the first year they won a Super Bowl? I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say, like, one. Yes, okay, okay, there you go. So, so right, I mean, like, look, you can, diminish, you can be the guy who wants to diminish the fact I'm that he went to— I'm not trying to—I'm giving to, you facts. He went to nine other Super Bowls. That's fine. He's won I'm six you, Super Bowls. Like, you can, Super you can go ahead and be that the, guy. Like, I think we have enough data to prove to us that Tom Brady The Super Bowl he won winning. against the Rams? How many touchdowns did he throw in that one? Did they win the game? No, I'm asking I, you— I thought, what, Rob, Rob, Rob if you—Rob, no. you're—, you're you're, you're going to do the thing. Like, if you want to do the thing where you go like, hey, Tom Brady isn't, it sucks. We, we can do that. You can be the guy on the island. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say that you can win with a, quarter, a young quarterback who just manages it. And here's 
two-star quarterbacks that early in their careers just managed the game. If you want to do the Brady thing, that's fine. Like we no, we, we can do it do again. Brady. We already. I, I just I have it. nine other Super Bowls to point out that that the guy is affects winning more so than any quarterback we've ever had. Do, does that does that mean he has the best? Skill set of any quarterback, like no, but you can be that guy if you would like. No, that but I can also to diminish all the, the success of Tom Brady. I could also give you the flip side on okay. on the Patriots defense and what they Great. did in second halves of Super Bowls that even gave him the opportunity when they shut the other teams down, where they didn't give up any. I sure. mean, it's unbelievable on how good the defense has been during the time. That's all I'm saying. No, and even this past year when they went in Tampa, Tom played fine. Yeah. But they had a defense in Tampa Bay that stopped Patrick Mahomes from scoring any points in the Super Bowl. Zero points in the Super Bowl, and yet the story was all about Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is supposed to be the next coming of, uh, as, as Chris Broussard would always say, he's Jordan-esque. That was his take on, on Patrick Mahomes, and that guy scored no points in the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying, Doug. Well, I mean, but it was can, a lot like it, it was, he, he didn't have, he, they had, they were missing four offensive linemen against Whatever it is, he didn't line. get any points. Were they ever in position to score? No, it's complete domination. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not. Okay. Not. Not arguing that. Right. It just. They were. They were completely and and thoroughly dominated in that game. Right? But again, like we're 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 moving the goalposts here. No, right? let's, you, let's, if you don't let's think that Tom Brady. No, if you don't think. Track. Look, if you don't think Tom Brady affects winning or affects the defense in that, I, it gives I just, them not belief. as much as they, he's given credit. Is my point. I'm not saying he's not. He's a great player, a Hall of Famer. He's won a ton. And yeah. he's been very lucky as well along the way. That, that's all. I believe you said he's the luckiest of all time. The right? LOAT. Like, he is the LOAT. Not the GOAT in my eyes. Joe yeah. Montana he does. is the I, GOAT. I, I, Rob I, Parker. I, they, they didn't have a dynamic defense. He didn't play with the greatest wide receiver of all time. He didn't play for uh, the he greatest He won coach. two Super Bowls with, with Jerry Rice, two without. Is he was 4-0 in the Super Bowl, 11 touchdowns, no picks. Awesome. He won three MVPs, Doug, and two of the four Super Bowls. He needed a touchdown to win the game, not Adam Venateri kicking an 89-yard field goal to win the game. That's how good Joe Montana was. That's all Look, I'm saying. Look, I love Joe Montana, I'm, and I'm with you in, if we want to make the real argument about is Joe Montana the greatest of all time, is Tom Brady the greatest of all time. Like, it's, it's great. Like, and I could – and and people forget people for forgotten about Brett Favre. I think he's in that conversation. I think Aaron Rodgers in that conversation. I think Peyton Manning has been in that conversation. Uh, personally, I love Montana would be more my guy. But again, you're diminishing of Tom Brady and what he's been able to do is 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 kind of, at some point it gets to be like, dude, he's been the ten. Like let's stop. And he didn't. He got hurt before the what would have been the best the best team that he ever played with right they it's, went 18-0 losing the Super Bowl because the offensive line can't block right oh is that what happened is that why yes. they, is that why they lost okay yes uh, they, he lost he also lost to Eli Manning twice in the Super Bowl and if you remember yes, cause he, his offense because the defensive line from the and, and what was from, the game the, where where he overthrew was that Welker or Welker. or was that uh you remember that Welker that yeah hit him in the hit him in the hands Welker dropped no, it, it, but it wasn't a great throw wasn't it was a great a throw. It did hit him in the hands. In that spot. If, if you'd like if, me to send you the video clip, it did I've hit seen his it. hands. I did was, it hit his you hands? know what? I was did it, wait, I, yeah, did it, it hit his hands? After he did a twister move, it hit his hands. And did it hit him in the is, hands? Nobody's a bigger Tom Brady guy than Skip Bayless. 
Yeah. Skip Bayless and I were on first take the Monday after the Super Bowl, and even Skip Bayless, who idolizes and praises and loves Tom Brady, said it wasn't a good throw because it wasn't. A guy who's supposed to be the GOAT, the greatest player, GOAT greatest of all time, would have made a better throw to a wide-open receiver, which would have sealed that Super Bowl, and he didn't make it. Look, it's fair. It wasn't a, good, wasn't a, wasn't a great throw. The, the story of those two Super Bowls, if we're, if we're fair, okay, if we're fair, the story of those two Super Bowls was the dynamic defensive line of the New York Giants, okay, and how they got, they got after him. That's, that's really kind of what it, what it comes down to. And, and, that, and can you give Eli Manning credit that he sure. made two Played of bo- the most unbelievable throws? The throw to Manningham might be the greatest throw I ever saw in a Super Bowl. Oh, stop. Come on, dude. What? The greatest throw you've ever seen. Up the, the sideline? It was a great throw. What a defender throw you, on Drake The greatest the throw you've ever seen in a Super Bowl? What? Come, One come off. On, bro. bro. Come on, come on, easy. Rob Parker. Come on, Rob. Rob. Right, the, the David Tyree run one when he was in the grass when he catches against his helmet. Like, okay, okay. let me stop but, wait, you because so, this is so, where everybody so, so, does so that. Tom they go, Brady, wait, so Tom Brady is lucky, but we've only seen one helmet catch in the history of the Super Bowl, and Eli Manning is clutch. Like, okay, he, here, he here's where all him. sports talk show hosts like you, Doug, make the mistake. Okay. And they go to the David Tyree. David Tyree, that was lucky. What about that? It was. Did that did that win the game? Did that win the did that play if win the game? If he gets sacked, if he gets sacked, no, did that play David Tyree win the game? No, no one play wins a game. Okay, so what happened is after making that play and avoiding the sack and making the throw and getting the ball off, he still had to find Plaxico Burris in the end zone eventually to win the game. No, no question. So he didn't listen, win the game on that I, play like he just threw it up and, and, and no, David but Tyree making, jumped you're up. Making, he did throw it. He did just throw it up. He did just jump up. He did catch it against his helmet. It was lucky. No one's arguing that. You're the only one saying it said we're going to win the game. My point is simply like, like therein lies the difference, right? Tom Brady throws, throws, throws a ball. Again, I know it's a different game. Throws the ball, hits Wes Walker in the hands. Tough catch, no question. He doesn't make the catch. Eli Manning throws one up for grabs after nearly getting sacked. Okay, David Tyree catched against his helmet. One guy's lucky, one guy's not, but you're pointing out that Tom Brady's the luckiest of all time. That actually goes counter to your argument, right? Matter of fact, it destroys your argument, but that's okay. The bigger part is like you're if you're gonna if you're gonna pick apart the things he didn't do in the Super Bowl, and again, I'm not even a Tom Brady guy, but I will tell you they're down twenty eight to three to the Atlanta Falcons. I tucked my kids in and I was like, guys, sorry, Patriots lost this year. And then I watched the greatest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl. It was authored by the same Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. No, it wasn't. Jun- it, was about, it was about the defense. Are, are you kidding me? And it was a terrible coaching job by Shanahan. Are you? That's why Tom Shanahan Brady was able the, to win. Shanahan coached the defense? No, I'm talking about offense. They're on the, okay. the Doug, they're on the 22-yard line. They're in field goal look, first I'm, and I'm, 10 at the I'm, 22. Look, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. No, nobody blows a game. Nobody wins a game without the other guy blowing a game. I got it. Okay. Did, did Tom Brady, Tom Brady was, was terrible, was under duress, was bad for two and a half to three quarters of that game okay, against the Atlanta Falcons. But in order to come back from 28 to 3, they had touchdown drive, of touchdown drive, of touchdown drive, of touchdown drive. Tom Brady was the quarterback, correct? Right? Even, on the, even if you want to go to the, the play they made against Seattle, right, where uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Butler right, had, had the right. interception, right? Lost in it was 
the drive before, Tom Brady gets the ball against one of the most dynamic defenses we've seen in the last 20 years in the Legion of Boom, marches down the football field and scores. Even when they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, where he made a, a bad read on his last throw, like they didn't punt. The entire time, the entire yeah, game against the Eagles. Yeah, but when the game was on the line, I like the way you poo-pooed that he coughed up the football at the end of the game, okay. which was the difference. Okay, but like, didn't they have like 600 yards of offense? Like, are we going to blame, matter. We blame Tom yes. Brady for for Stephen Gustafsson missing field goals? Who was the better quarterback in that game? Who was the better quarterback? Who who played better? Uh, I would. Uh, that's a hard one because I mean. Foles played, Foles played well. Foles made and he every well. throw in that game that he needed to make. He played. Like, Tom Brady he, had better stats, but Foles played the, better. The Patriots defense was awful. Right? It, was, it was awful. Like, let's just right. k- kind of call it like it is. It was, it, 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 was, it was bad. But, like, look, if you want to sit here and defame Tom Brady, like, I'm that's cool. I'm not defaming cool. him. Yes, I'm you just, are. I'm just saying. Yes, you are. You're, you're coming up with, an, with, with a reason, not excuse, a reason why Tom Brady is, is lucky and massively overrated. I'm like, look, if, if we had a small sample size, that'd be cool. We have a huge sample size. And oh, yeah, by the way, after the greatest regular season that we have seen in our lifetime, 16-0, and 0, and they lose in a close game in the Super Bowl, that whole team comes back the next year and he gets hurt. Like we didn't even, we were almost robbed of the prime of Tom Brady because he had an ACL injury and he can't, the next year you're coming back and it. At the end and of his and career, went, now, what did they go? Eleven and what did they go? Eleven, 11 and five, five without Brady. Playoffs. Do you remember yeah. that without Brady? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they All won right. sixteen so they really, the year before. They really went down the tank, the tubes without Tom Brady. It's Rob, incredible. they went sixteen and zero the year before. Okay, but they, they go eleven, 11 and, and five. They still won on 11 games in the NFL is nothing, is nothing to poo-poo, Doug. Are you no, kidding? No, they were a very good team. They are the best team in the league. They just didn't have their quarterback, and that's why they had five fewer wins the following season than they had the season with them. Right? If a team wins, if they had won 12 games, and then they win seven games the next year, you'd be like, wow, that's a massive drop-off. Well, they won 16 games, and they won 11. It's the exact same drop-off, Rob. It's, it's, it's just you're, you're fascinated by the number 11. Five fewer wins. Doug, is, you're is not going to win 16 number. games every year. That was a, a once in a lifetime. Come on, you're, man. You're, that, you're right. That's... He had double digit wins every season, but one as a starting quarterback. Yeah, he well, just he won gets a Super Bowl at playing in old. the AFC least every year. So, so don't don't pat Tom Brady on the back for beating up also Rams in the AFC least his entire career. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost. Smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What up? Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Dan and the Danettes are off. They're getting ready for football season. So me and Rob Parker in today, we'll have a uh, cornucopia, a plethora, a, um, ooh, ooh, Rob, what's this, uh, what's that stuff? It smells really good, but it's like a mixture of potpourri. a bunch of scents. Potpourri. Potpourri. Pot- there potpourri we go. Potpourri of, of guests, uh, Can of I guest help you out with potpourri? Let Doug, I don't know. You're married. You got kids. Trying to keep the, uh, you know, I'm always trying to give out some helpful tips. Uh, trying to keep the uh, garbage can in the in the uh, kitchen. How do you keep it fresh and not smelling? You know, you try to take out the, I take the garbage out every time I leave the house every day. 
So I don't like, I don't like smell. I like that. I I don't like smells either. That's a, that's a good tip. That's a pro tip right there. But you know what I do? What? Underneath the bag, when you're in the can, you know, those pine cones that they sell normally during Christmas time, you know, that smell really great, like a Christmas tree. Sure. I put those on the bottom of my can and the bag on top, you know, or on top of it. And I keep that to keep the garbage can smelling fresh. And then when those are, you know, when the year goes on, I'll put air fresheners or any kind of thing underneath the bag in the can to keep the can smelling fresh. That's a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a pro tip. Rob Parker, pro tips. Uh, you <laughs> Rob go to Parker. Pro, Rob Par- pro tips at robparker.com if you want, if you, if, if you want more. We got, a, we got a bunch of things to get to. We can do a little Lakers discussion, which we ended last hour on. I do... I generally do agree, like, you're the risk of a bunch of old dudes, you know, in key positions, especially when we're coming off a year where seemingly everybody got hurt. The, young the guys life. got hurt, Doug, right? Younger guys. in the Young league. guys I mean, got hurt, yeah. right? So if young guys got hurt, you know, the idea is when you have a full season coming up, which we do think we'll have a full season this year in the NBA, the likelihood is that, uh, old guys are going to get hurt and you have a couple of old guys with the Lakers that got hurt just last year. That said, you know, like, look, it's, it's not any different than anything we do in football. If you don't like the Lakers, who do you like in the West? It's like, Oh, I, I don't like the Lakers roster. Like, look, I think there's some flaws to it. I think they went from the best defensive team two years ago to an offensive juggernaut. I think they're going to struggle to guard. Some, right with that. They, they don't, they, I, I think they'll struggle to guard some people. Um, that said, like if you don't like the Lakers, who do you like? Well, right? but 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 this is—I didn't pick the Lakers last year, Doug. I was on an island, you know. I'm that guy mm-hmm. because I didn't think LeBron or AD was going to be able to stay healthy. So I picked the Suns in that series, and obviously AD got hurt, and the they advanced, and the Suns made it all the way to the NBA Finals because AD got hurt. Yes. There was no Jamal Murray. Kawhi Leonard didn't play at all. Uh, so they were the, the luckiest series. team. They were the luckiest team of all time. Is they what you're were luck. They, their whole playoff championship run was Fugazi, and I thought that they were actually going to win a title because going into the finals, Doug, did we know for sure Giannis was going to play after no. watching that injury? No. no, we had. I had no idea. And then when he played Game One and looked great in Game Two or whatever it was, I was like, okay. And then I, I, when they were down, uh, when the Suns were up 2-0, I picked them not to win another game after I saw Giannis and that he was healthy and playing great, and I didn't buy into the Suns. But my point is, and I hear what you're saying, but the problem with me saying I'm not picking the Lakers is that there are other teams that could be healthy, play better, and not have to rely on LeBron in year 19 with the potential of getting hurt. He's been hurt two of the three years in L.A. The year he wasn't hurt – was when the pandemic happened and they had four months off. Anthony Davis gets hurt almost every year, Doug. And the year he wasn't hurt was the year they had four months off because of the pandemic and they won the championship in the bubble. Carmelo Anthony's 37. I could just, uh, Dwight Howard's 35. I can go on and on and on. Too many things have to go right for the Lakers. That's why I won't you still, pick them. You still didn't answer my question. Oh, I I don't know. Is Kawhi Leonard coming back at the end of the year? I'll take the Clippers. I love with I love the Clippers. Look, they just I like I like the Clippers as well. But again, oh. you're sitting there telling me that I have questions about the Lakers and their health when 
the primary reason everybody would like the Clippers would be Kawhi Leonard. And he's coming off a partially torn ACL. We don't know if he's going to play. And Kawhi Leonard is a guy who has been shut down, you know, more often than. Uh, I also I also saw that team get to the Western Conference Finals for the first time uh, without Kawhi Leonard. And I, and I saw them beat the number one seeded Utah Jazz after they were down in that series. Oh, two. Yeah. They won that series. I saw them fight the no, Suns. No, listen, listen. I'm, again, so you're saying I'm, I'm going to despite... pick the Clippers. I'm going to pick okay. the Clippers out of okay. the West. But again, that doesn't it doesn't actually you're 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 by my estimation contradicting your argument. Which your argument's a good one about about the about the Lakers. Which is like, look, LeBron, he, you're, you don't get less hurt the older you get. Anthony Davis is only 28, but he doesn't have the body of a 28 year old because he hasn't taken care of it, right? Um, so there, there's Nothing about that argument. The problem is that picking the Clippers, who just got past the second round for the first time, and we don't even know if Kawhi is going to play, and they're not going to the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. They don't have a healthy Kawhi Leonard again. It's like, look, I like Golden State. I think Golden State has a chance to be, but but again, you're depending upon Steph Curry, who's hurt almost every year, Draymond Green, who seems on the other side of of, of the mountain in his career and Clay Thompson, who's coming off an ACL and an Achilles tendon, right? Those are the guys. So like, you can tell me, you can tell me that you don't love the Lakers cause of age. And I would say like, all right, we can make the same argument about the Warriors. Um, you know, I, I, do I like the nuggets? Yes. Do I think with a healthy Jamal Murray, they, they could be the most, they would be an incredibly dynamic offensive team. I don't know if they're good enough. I don't know. You talk, we'll do it. I don't know what Phoenix looks like. Right, so you have all coming, running it back. The Lakers were up two games to one. That series was a wrap until they got injuries last last year. So, I I, I don't hate your argument against the Lakers, but this is like any uh, argument. If you're going to make one, then you got if you're going to take them out and say they're not the favorite, I wouldn't pick them. Then you got to pick a team, and by picking the Clippers, it kind of contradicts your argument. No, it doesn't because that team without Kawhi Leonard, I just made my point is that they were good enough to overcome deficits and get to the Western Conference Finals without him. I like the Clippers. And I, I'm not – obviously, are they going to win without Kawhi Leonard, win a championship? No, that, that, but that doesn't mean they can't get to the Western Conference Finals again. If, if LeBron or the Clippers on – or LeBron or AD or somebody's not healthy, could they get by? We just saw Phoenix do it. We just saw Phoenix get all the way to the Finals because people were hurt. If the Lakers have one piece, Doug – not right on that team. They're not getting there. So I can still pick the Clippers. And, and that's my argument and my point is that the Lakers will not be whole. This is a desperation move. It's a typical when LeBron gets there, throw out the baby with the bathwater because what was the better we got to win. What was the better move? What do you mean? What was a better move? Again, like, no, like I'm just we saying. have to deal with. No, 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 no. Listen, you're you're not. I don't know if it's a desperation move. Okay, I think that's 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 far too strong a term. Do they want? They want to win, right? I don't know if that's desperation. They want to win, I, I just, and they know LeBron think, has has like a West year Brooke or two left. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But that that's a different. Okay, so if you don't like the moves, if I were to put you in Rob Palenka's chair, knowing that you have LeBron. You have Anthony Davis. You have you had one more big contract, okay, and you used it on Russell. Uh, Russell Buddy Hill. I would take Buddy Hill. Okay. He's not sexy, Doug. He's not a big three. Nobody knows who he is or uh, NBA America. Is. I'm just talking about not like Russell Westbrook, who's a walking, who's who's uh, iconic because of his uh, uh, triple doubles. 
and and that sounds better. And he's from LA, and he's a hard. He plays hard every night. But I'm not so sure without having any three of those guys be exceptional shooters that it's going to work in this man's NBA, and that's the problem I have with it. And Russell Wilson okay, so, so, is, so, is a great player. Okay, so here, here would be the counter to that. And I've, I've asked Laker people, um, and the counter to that is, like, nobody does dislikes Buddy Hill. He's a great dude, a great shooter. Um, but they needed another guy to create shots. They just LeBron at this stage in his career is not nearly the shot creator he used to be. They needed a guy who could create shots. That's what Russell Westbrook does. Additionally, it, it stands to reason they're not going to play all 82 games. And I love Buddy Heald. But if LeBron ain't playing, Buddy Heald ain't winning you games. Russell Westbrook is. So do I think that at the end of a playoff series, his lack of shooting is going to hurt you? I do. Do I think that Russell Westbrook isn't nearly the defensive player that people make him out to be, not just because of his age and four knee surgeries, but like people don't pay attention that Russell Westbrook doesn't actually play defense every night. That's it's totally fair. But it, 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 everyone, like there's no perfect guy out there and you can all love Buddy Heald and his ability to space and shoot the basketball. They have plenty of shooting on the club and they just thought he's a better shot creator as well as like his... He, he's crazy competitive, which fits with LeBron and his desire to win. So that's okay. So you would have taken Buddy instead of him. It's a, it's yeah, a fair well, argument. Well, because but the rest of those guys, like, what else do you think you're going to get on the market when, no. you, know, you know, it's like, I wanted them to keep Caruso. But if you keep Caruso, now all of a sudden you give him the entire mid-level exception. You can't have all of the depth of different guys that they've gotten. And they do have a pretty deep team of solid dudes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear your point. Uh, I, it just doesn't feel like it's the right mix. And, and you could be right. You could say you're picking the Lakers to come out of the West, and you might be right. I, I, I don't feel like that. Uh, the issue with that team is... Is the age. In this, is, is the age. age. I, I, I completely stay, agree with you. And healthy. And yes. I just, I, we just saw like how many 28-year-olds and 30-year-olds who have gone down to injuries. It's unbelievable. They barely bumped Kawhi Leonard as he's dribbling the ball up court, and boom. Uh, you know, uh, Kyrie, uh, another injury, and, and, and Harden, 45 seconds game, and, you know, in, into Pull the, the hamstring, series yeah. against Milwaukee. I just, I just keep looking around. I just couldn't get over how many people were hurt. And the Lakers' time isn't on their side, as the uh, Rolling Stones would say. I, I think that they've set themselves up so that it'll be an excuse at the end of the year will be, oh, well, you know, we, we would have been good, but LeBron got hurt. Or, you know, we were going to win the champ. We were going to win, roll to the West Conference and the finals because that's what everybody, you said it earlier, when they were up 2-1 to one against the Suns, everybody said, oh, there's a clear path. They're going back to the finals. That's what everybody said. Well, then, the Lakers themselves it. were laughing at the Suns, right? Remember, remember their their back. Uh, I think LeBron was backing down somebody from the yep. Suns. It was a joke, and, right? And, and Andre Drummond was laughing over there because he knew it was a mismatch. No, they that was the matchup they wanted. They were better than the Suns when they were healthy. The problem was they weren't healthy. And problem there's a chance that they're not going to be healthy again. That's my no, issue. No, no question. The counter to that would would be that you know age does not seem to be a limiting factor because so many other guys 
in the in the prime age of their career did get hurt. I, t- I agree with you on the age thing. It's obviously a huge risk. I think the defense, the lack of defense is also a huge, huge risk. My problem is finding another team that I like better than the Lakers roster if the Lakers roster is healthy at the end of the year. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes, not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show. And I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, in for Dan Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I would say there are two viral videos from the weekend which have nothing to do with rookie quarterbacks in the NFL Rob uh the two the two viral videos everybody's talking about have you seen did we send him the Rams fight yet did we do yes. we send him that one okay where it's it's always the cup thrower there was a lady looked like she was wearing a circus tent for a shirt who hurled in a Pepsi which started a melee which which triggered a melee uh, in the in SoFi Stadium, right? There was that one. And then there was the Tim Tebow tries to block video, which have you seen that one, Rob? Uh, yes, because I'm still waiting for the block. <laughs> well, even worse yet was the very next play they, they lined up and he again tried to block and it was it, it was it, it was bad. Look, here's what I was here's what I was told about the Tebow thing. Yeah, please, please help me with this. I and I told, do. I do want well, to I can, say. I can, exp- I can explain what. I mean, it's it's pretty easy explanation why he's there and and everything. But I think what happens is we're all under this impression that Jacksonville is trying to sell tickets and he's going to make the team. No, I, don't I, I, that. I, I was I was told that, like, look, they put him on. They put uh, Tim Tebow on some season tickets. Like you know when you when they have the packets of actual physical tickets. Right. They have like a player on tickets and they had like Tim Tebow and they were using Tim Tebow in their ad campaign. And Urban Meyer got wind of it. And he was like, you, you, what are you doing? You got to You got to stop. He's not making he's not making the team. I think everybody knew he's not making the team. But it is it is interesting on how God he he's become the butt of like every joke, considering how badly he whiffed on a couple of those blocks. Yes. And, and it's just. I, I don't get Urban Meyer. I really, really don't. Doug, I don't know him. He worked at, you know, Fox, and I saw him in the, uh, once in a while. Seems like a nice man and has had a great career as a college coach. But his missteps in Jacksonville to start, I just don't get it. I, I really, I'm just surprised by it. A, 
you know, what was the strength and conditioning coach who had the, the racial issue? Where was that, at Iowa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, look, I, I think like, it's, like, I mean, like, I mean like, you, you have I, to, I think it's, I, I think that was, a, that was a mistake. I will point out that most dudes, I mean, there's plenty of black players that have come through Iowa that swear by the guy. Like, Iowa's strength program was, was revered, was absolutely revered. And, but, but that's, but Doug, that's being, it's being, it, look, it's, it's being tone deaf to the times and the way in which it was handled. Just, that, it, okay, it was, it, it, it wasn't right. But like, look, the that, Tebow that, that's, thing. That's really my thing is like just the way, the way it was handled. He swore by the guy, talked about them being at Utah. They weren't even at Utah together, but, but like he, he, he stood up for this and then quickly when he got the pushback from players, you know what I mean? Realized this isn't a fight worth it, okay? So, so that was bad. Then you bring Tebow in, and you're asking a 34-year-old guy who hadn't been in the league for 10 years, who's never played that position. You can hurt yourself as a coach if players feel, and Doug, you know this, you've played team sports. Players know who belongs on the, belong no, on the no, team. Listen, listen, there's, there's, no, there's, there's no question Okay, that you can't fool players. Right? You can you cannot fool players. Not players, right? and, and, and you can lose a and you can lose a locker room. The the other part to it is let's just let's be realistic here though. Players also value okay value guys that are loyal. And if the argument is like, hey man, the guy only guy who's going to give him a shot is his college coach. Okay, and it's in the one area where he's super popular, and you give him a shot, and you fail, and you and you let him go, and you're not the you're not the worst for it. Okay, because that's that is how it works in the league. Is when guys are trying to stay in the league or get back in the league, it's always for a position coach or a head coach who they had success with, right? And they throw him a lifeline, and they give him one last opportunity. Like every everyone, you go you go and trace these older players and older. I just told you about Chase Daniel, right? Chase Daniel is only in LA with the Chargers, not because he can play, but because he has a relationship, a knowledge of the offense and a relationship with the offensive coordinator from their time together in New Orleans. That's the way the, the back end of the league actually works, right? So all that makes sense. It, it does at some point though, you gotta, he can't play. You gotta move on. I understand the opportunity, but you know, now that you play real football and the tape is out there even if it's preseason tape, it's so bad. It's it was, so it was bad. Like, it, was, right. it was like, it was like, it was like, I was, I was at, uh, I was at Chargers or Rams camp. Well, I've, I've been to both a couple of times and watched. Right. And after Tebow had that touchdown catch in the end zone, right, where people went crazy. In the, if you actually watched it, like he caught it with his forearms, right? It wasn't a natural, smooth catch. And so what the world was reacting to, most people in football are like, yeah, that was bad, actually. That, right, it looked terrible. But, right. but I don't think there's anything sinister at play here. I just think it's somebody's old coach giving him an opportunity in the, in the place where he's super popular. And you give him a shot, it's not good enough, and you cut him. That that's it. You carried ninety. You got to cut to fifty three, and and you cut him. All right. Let's let's welcome in Matt Hayes, who joins us. Uh, you can see his work on Stadium, okay, which which is twenty four seven. It's available digitally, or you can hear him on ten ten XL in Jacksonville. Uh, Matt, I, I do obviously want to get yes. to Trevor Lawrence, and the guys are going to play on Sundays for the Jags. But how much longer are we going to go with the Tebow thing? Uh, you know what. Urban Meyer values winning over everything, over any player he loved, over any player he coached. He values winning. He's a coach at the end of the day. He's not going to keep a guy if he can't help him win. That's the end of the story. He will not keep him if he can't help him win. And based on, you know, Saturday's game, it doesn't look good. 
Uh, what what was it? What's the fan base like? The the Tebow. I mean, I. I I get it. There was a time Jacksonville had a chance to get him as a quarterback when they needed to sell tickets. They passed on him. I mean, everybody. And and so a 34-year-old guy trying to change positions against these younger, stronger guys he's had to put up, uh, go up against. What, what, was it was it t- Tebow mania down there, or did pe- was it tempered? What was it? Well, I mean, it's, I think they love the guy here. There's no doubt about that. He's a, he's a not only a hero sports hero, but he's a hero off the field as well. So they'd love to see him make the team. But again, this goes back to football. This isn't about he's a great guy. This isn't about he's a lightning rod off the field. Whatever you want to talk about. This is about can you play? Can you help a team win games? And if he can't, he's going to get cut. It's as simple as that. And and I and I know it's it's really easy to to, to have you know the, the back and forth, and it makes everybody happy. And everybody screams, but. Look, at the end of the day, it's about winning games. Urban Meyer is loyal to one thing, winning yep. games, and that's it. Uh, okay, let, let's get to Trevor Lawrence. How'd he look? I thought he looked really good. I mean, that, that one throw, that one deep throw, the deep dig that he threw when Marvin Jones Jr., you know, before Marvin Jones Jr. turned around, was right on him. I mean, that's an NFL throw that a lot of quarterbacks in that league can't make. So he's, I think he's, he's learning. He's got a long way to go. There's no doubt about it, but you, you can see the talent. You can see his ability. I think the bigger issue is the offensive line in front of him. I mean, if they can't protect him, it's going to be a very long season or even a short season, having prepared he gets injured. What, what are the expectations? I know when you get a new coach and a legendary college coach and his you know, jump into the NFL, everybody's uh, expecting things. What, 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 what do you expect from this team in 17 games? I mean, it's a 1-15 team. If you're talking about what do the fans here in Jacksonville expect, I mean, a lot of them are thinking playoffs, which is, I mean, it's laughable. It's a 1-15 team, and, and it's going to take a year. Well, 1-16 this year, right? Right, I don't think they'll be that bad. I don't think they'll be 1-16, but, but the reality is they're, they're a bad team last year, and they've got better players now. They've got a better staff now. Um, but it still comes down to can you block and can you get after the other guy's quarterback? And I think those are the two huge issues for them right now. I don't know that they can pressure the other team's quarterback, affect the passing game, and I don't know that they can protect their own quarterback. And, and, and in this game of football on both levels, college football and the NFL, where it's now a vertical passing game, if you can't protect your quarterback, you're in deep, deep trouble. Um, yes, I, I would say, I mean, and you, Matt Hayes joining us, 1010XL in Jacksonville, of course, also see his work on, on Stadium, the digital network, Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker in for Dan, Dan, that's Dan Patrick show, Fox sports radio. Look, all of that is fair guys, but Matt, you tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's as much people saying they're going to be awesome. It's like, look, Houston's a dumpster fire. Uh, Indy has no quarterback, right? And and as much as Tennessee's very good, they got 17 games, one more playoff spot. Like, look, we might be right. able to sneak sneak in there. And and as much as they were one in 17, they're actually pretty competitive in spots last year, even as a bad football team. Upgraded the roster, and we've seen plenty of last to first in the NFL. So uh, really, you got to make no, a no, 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 no. I'm I'm saying like look, this is the this is the okay. Un- this is the reasonable thoughts of an unreasonable fan base. Like it's it's not as, as crazy as you think. But but here's the thing. Let's start with this. Urban Meyer's won everywhere he's been. This is a different animal. Okay. You know do how they many know, great college they, coaches have been chewed up in I'm, the NFL? I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting to it, Rob. Okay. I'm getting okay. to it. Okay? But, like, lots of guys have won everywhere they've been in college and come here. Does he know what he's doing at this level of football? 
Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question he knows. And, and, and the, to be honest, he's been given the key. It's his decision. Every decision they make is going to be run through him. It's as simple as that. And, look, he goes back to the idea of it's football. Football is football. If you get players and you get the right players, you put them in a position to be successful, you can win games. Now, look, it, 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 the, the hype here for him, for Trevor Lawrence, you guys have to understand, this franchise has been god-awful for, for, more, for, for more years than they've been around. All right, So you look at where they're at. This fan base is just passionate. They want a winner. They're desperate for a winner. They're not just crazy idiots running around who think they're going to make the playoffs. But they also realize, look, this is a potential with this guy, this once-in-a-generation quarterback, and this coach who, who had you know, the ultimate success at the college level. Why won't it work? Why can't it work? And more than anything, why can't it work better than what they had in the past? So that's really what the – what the expectation, the hype is all about around here. I, I don't know if it'll ever be as good as it was a few. It wasn't that long ago. They were in the AFC Championship game and had a ten point lead in the fourth yeah, quarter cool, at Foxborough. Cool, and cool, man. no, I, that team was good. Their defense let them down in that one. Uh, uh, they had a shot. That team, that team had a terrible quarterback. That was fool's gold. That was a that was a that was a Rex Grossman esque like did, good did in rem- spite of the quarterback. Do you remember when they went to Pittsburgh? No, well, listen. He he played the game. Okay, he played the okay. game of his I'm life just, there. He, we we have we have enough data. We have I, I enough know, data. But they were, but, and but we, you're, we, telling, me, you're telling me they're going to no, be in the AFC Championship game in the next five years under Urban Meyer? Is what I'm asking. Will they be in the AFC Championship game yeah. in the next five years? I, I think they've got a really good chance to be in the AFC Championship okay, game. Okay, well, yeah, I say I no. They don't make it do. in the next five years. Well, I mean, and he'll be out. Of, you have to be. NFL. You have to be a little lucky. You have to make the right. Even even when you make the right calls, the guy's got to stay healthy. There's a there's a lot there's a lot more more to it. Matt Hayes joining us here. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, in for Dan, and and, and the Danettes. Um, okay, so well, Doug, let me, Doug, let me say this real quick. Yeah. I, I think it's more than just coaching too. It's also evaluating talent and recognizing yes. players. And, and yeah. I think you, you look at him, when you get a guy like Walker Little in the second round, they knew Walker Little had the knee injury. They knew he sat out last season because of COVID. That dude's going to be a 10 or 12 year time. He's going to be a big time player in the league. A well, look, like that's Cisco, the, Matt, Matt, that's the, that's like, the, hey, this, a guy like Andre Cisco, the safety at Syracuse, who was a fantastic player in college, blew out his knee in October. Everybody passed on him. They picked him up in the third round. That kid's also going to be an eight, ten-year starter for them. So it's an idea of recognizing players, getting right. the players, and then developing them. Well, that, that's and that's the that's where all of this makes sense to me, Matt. Is that it's a little bit like it's it's different, but a little bit like when Pete Carroll took over with the Seahawks, where. Did he and he didn't personally recruit guys as much as Urban and some of the guys in the staff, but the the depth of knowledge to these guys because of their time in college cover when he covered college and of course the evaluators and he's a very good talent evaluator as as well that using that strength from the college game and also the knowledge of these guys to to strategically draft guys later that's what happened when Pete Carroll got to Seattle right that's where they passed on Taylor Mays. And, and end up making all these smart decisions, that part of the plan makes, makes complete, sense, uh, complete sense to me. Let me, let, me, let me ask you that, because what they're trying to do is essentially like the team they're playing against has done, which is Cleveland was bad forever, and they just stacked town after town after town. Right. And they, finally fig- like, right, they finally figured out the quarterback position well enough so that now Cleveland is a, is a playoff team. Again, I know you didn't see much of the ones when they matched up, but how big a gap is there between what Cleveland's thrown out there and what Jacksonville's thrown out there? I mean, there's a gap right now. There's no doubt about that. 
they're they're a long way from Cleveland, I think. But but I will say this to your point, Doug, is the way you get better in this league is you draft. Yes. You draft out of your problems. And there's too many teams trying to go free agency, and that just doesn't work. You've got to draft your way out of problems. And, yep. and, and look, I get the whole idea that Urban Meyer's never been in a league and there's a history of college coaches failing. I get all of that. But if you've got a guy that understands talent and knows talent, you've got a better chance of him changing that trend. And that's, that's really what they're banking on here. I, I, you know, will he do it? I don't know. My guess is that he's a good enough guy that knows talent that he can make it, make it work. And I think by his first draft, clearly he knows what's going on as far as players and procuring players. But the problem is in the AFC, you got all these teams with these young, dynamic quarterbacks already ahead of them. The Bills aren't going anywhere in the next five years. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere in the next five years. The Ravens aren't going anywhere in the next five years. Even the Bengals have their their quarterback. I just keep looking. Yeah, but, but Rob, and the, but, but and the Rob, Browns are there. I'm, I'm just saying when I look Rob, at the Rob, AFC, think, think I don't see. But think of what we were talking about with the Bills. The Bills are the exact. This is That's the blueprint, right? The, no, the but Bills, I'm saying the, but the Bills are bad. about five years from now, these teams already are ahead of them. I, I understand, saying. but look, the Bills are bad for, for, what, 12, 13 years, right? They bring in this coaching staff along with Brandon Bean, and they start drafting, and they, at, they have a, a defense, an offense line, run the football, and the first two years, Josh Allen was not particularly good, and then by the time he figures it out, now they're a perennial playoff team, right? We're looking at the Bills through a lens of today, and we're not looking at it. This was no, what I, it was like when these guys took I, over. I, I get that, but I'm telling you, if you're talking about the next five years— Yes. I don't see the Jaguars jumping over any of these teams in, for the AFC Championship. That's all Matt, I'm saying Matt, to Matt, you. Matt, you can, you can, you can help us out, that. though. He's talking about young, dynamic quarterbacks. Isn't that the way we view Trevor Lawrence? Maybe not now, but in terms of as a prospect and as a potential. Like, he's... he's He's he. I I almost think he's forgetting they got Trevor Lawrence as the one guy that everybody we'll, we'll wanted. We'll save this tape for five years from now. That's all. Doug, I can tell you this. I I had multiple NFL scouts tell me last year during the college football season that Lawrence was you know everybody keeps saying he's as good a prospect as as Luck. Yeah. Multiple multiple scouts tell me he was better prospect than Luck. As as good a prospect since a guy named Elway. So you're starting from that point right there. Okay. When you start with him in the league, now if if he fails, he fails. But if you're starting at that point and he gets better every season and he is yeah. the player everyone thinks he's going to be, that team is going to be very, very good in five years. Uh, we're also a couple weeks away from college football, Matt. I got to have you on my show to talk college football. I'm ready. I know you're ready as well. Thanks so much for joining us. I know you got a big show of your own upcoming, Matt Hayes. Matt, great stuff. Thanks, Thanks for joining Matt. us. Okay, fellas, thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.